I actually wasn't going to do any commentary today, but I figured, you know, I'm about to do my, you know, daddy daughter weekend. Shit's going to be all sewn up. I'm going to be watching Barbie's Dream House and, um, you know, Rocco's Modern Life and God knows what other cartoons my daughter likes to watch. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be uh, stuck watching Roblox and shit like that for the entire weekend that I have my child. But I'm cool with that, man. Wouldn't have it any other way. But I figure why not squeeze out some commentary, you know, before I get my, you know, get my weekend started. And um, I got to tell y'all, man, I... I <laughs> This is one for the books, man. Now, I don't know how many people have seen this movie. I think I first saw this movie back in 2013, I want to say. And it had been out for a while. You know, um, somebody left this DVD at my crib back in 2013. And I, you know, I ended up watching it. And when I watched it, I'm like, I can't even call this movie a guilty pleasure, man. Normally, I would call movies like these, slasher movies like these in particular, guilty pleasures. But... There is nothing guilty about this pleasure to me, man. This is a movie where this is some shit that that I feel like personally I would write. It's very straightforward. You don't go into this looking for crazy acting or crazy character development moments and Oscar worthy uh, movie material. No, man, it's straightforward slasher horror shit. Motherfuckers going up to, you know, college kids going up to a mansion a whole bunch of them partying and getting slaughtered. Like the body count in this movie is insane. And I'm talking about, if people don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking, of course y'all don't know because I didn't tell y'all yet. But I'm talking about this movie. It's called Dead Tone. Now, originally, I think the movie was called 75. I'm actually cool with either title. Uh, Dead Tone actually makes a lot of sense being as though um, a lot of the plot and, you know, the, 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 the cause of all of this shit is, you know, is from a, telephone prank and 75 is actually the name of the telephone prank uh, telephone prank game that they have in the film so i was cool with either title you know what i'm saying so it doesn't make me no never mind but nonetheless uh dead tone people and this like i said this came out in actually i didn't say it but this came out in uh 2007 man this has been out for a really long time and it was directed by uh Deion taylor and brian hooks now if anybody is unfamiliar with either of those two people brian hooks man he is one of the most underrated comedic actors um out there man one of the movies that stand out uh and i really hope everybody's seen this movie is three strikes you know there's rumors that they're going to make a part two i really hope they do um but yeah brian hooks he played um he played rob uh robin i want to say his name was rob douglas in three strikes he was the main character who had just gotten out of jail and was trying to stay out of jail now, um, Deion Taylor, however, Deion Taylor is really, he, you know, he's a part of that black renaissance. I know he's been out for a while, but he's a part of that black renaissance. I feel like is really, he's really making a name for himself, man. He's done, you know, I appreciate the fact that, you know, whether people call him guilty pleasures or not, I appreciate the fact that he's done, um, a horror movie, sla two slasher movies in particular. He's done this dead tone and he's done, um, there's a slasher movie called chain letter, which actually is, <laughs> is not half bad at all, man. But you know, he's done, um, traffic, meet the blacks, uh, black and blue, which by far is my favorite Deion Taylor movie. I feel like he broke the mold and really got a chance to shine as a director, as a creator with that movie, black and blue is so reflective on society today. If nobody's seen it, please check it out. It's a great fucking movie, but they actually, um, Brian Hooks and Deion Taylor not only directed, but they wrote the script. Now, one thing I appreciate about Deion Taylor is he's able to get these 
OG actors centered around these younger, uh, these younger actors, you know, of uh, different, you know, this he's got black actors, white actors, you know, a, a Hispanic, whatever you want, but he's able to get OG actors now. He got in that movie chain letter he did after this, he got Keith David to play the detective and Brad Dorf to play like the, you know, one of the teachers at the high school. But in this movie, he's got Rucker Howard playing the main detective who was on the case back in the day and he's on the case currently. But, you know, you get Brian Hook starring in it. Um, you get, I think her name's Jude. I wanted to call her Judd, but I think it's Jude. Jude Tyler. You get Sherry Johnson, who was uh, actually Maxine. In Family Matters, you get Antoine Tanner, who's been in every fucking thing on the low, man. He's in Sunset Park, Coach Carter. Um, I think he played in, I want to say, One Tree Hill with Chad Michael. I think he was Chad Michael Murray's friend. Um, you get Denise Lawton. You get, um, what's, what is that guy's name? Uh, I'll think of his name in a second when it, Will Horniff. He was in, um, the Sandlot. He's that kid that's going at it with Porter at the mound, and he's like, "You ain't good enough to lick the dirt off our cleats." Will Hornets in this shit, man. And um, he was also in, he was the kid in Ghost in the Machine. He was uh Karen Allen's uh, is it Nancy? No, Nancy Allen's from Poltergeist Three. But he was Karen Allen's son in Ghost in the Machine, man. But I've been rant like ranting on about this uh this movie enough and the cast and everything. I'm gonna just jump into it, people. Now, if anybody is tuning in, I know it's been a while. And again, I apologize. I'm not going to go on a rant about how I won't stay away for too long because y'all know, like I know, this thing called shit in life just so happens to happen. So um, nonetheless, I'm back, back in the New York group, but only we're in Philly. But I am watching this on Tubi, man. So be warned, people, if you are watching this with me and or listening, there will be two ads max. Uh, we know what Tubi does, man. I've done commentary for Tubi movies before, but they have these little diamonds in the rough as far as I'm concerned. So like I said, if anybody's watching this with me, um, there, you know, I'm watching it on Tubi, there will be ads, but nonetheless, I will hit the play button, people, in three, two, one. Let's get it. And I shit y'all not, man. Uh, Flavor Flav is in the intro of this movie. It was something they were releasing at the time called Night Tales, and Flavor Flav was like the host. He was like the fucking black crypt keeper, basically. He doesn't actually—he actually doesn't look too different from the crypt keeper right now either. I'm lying, man. I, I fucks with Flavor Flav. I actually watched all three seasons of Flavor Love, every episode, in hopes that he would smash everything moving on that show. forgot who did the score for this now it starts off with the prank uh i like that they they got straight into it man straight into it you don't have to really know who the kids are and all this other shit you know they play a prank shit goes south really bad and they grow up
That's always one. I'm gonna go to death. He might as well have been Napoleon Dynamite. Gosh. <laughs> but you know why I'd low-key uh, relate to these kids? Because uh, I was a big... Not a big, but I was a prank caller, man. I had the fucking talk boy phone from uh, Home Alone. Or the, whatever it was that they were promoting from Home Alone. It was one of those type phones. Um, Yeah, man. I, I, w I was that kid. You know, I would play prank calls on all my friends all the time. Like, try to do different voices. You know what I'm saying? I just got a kick out of it. I mean, luckily for me, nobody... You know, I never got that, you know, the wrong house to prank call and um people were never murdered in the process so it all worked out this is how it's actually supposed to be you know the kids are supposed to be in one separate room and then when they're asleep the adults get the party or the, if the adults are partying you know the kids are in another room um Rest in peace, shout out to Rucker Howard too, man. His name just popped up in the title card. But I doubt that all adults pass out like that. They're all passed out with their significant others. It doesn't happen like that. Are you going to get that? He should just answer like who this for it <laughs> now I listen I don't mean to <laughs> I don't mean to laugh at these motherfuckers getting slaughtered like this but <laughs> I know there are crazy people in the world but this is a little harsh man like all they were doing you know they're children all they were doing was playing a prank but I guess they caught that wrong guy man because he came he tracked them down came in the house and murdered everybody not the kids but all the adults And honestly, without the axe, I know they're children, but without the axe in his hand, um, like the kids could have jumped him. Like it was like twelve of them kids in there. They could have fucked that dude up. Somebody gouge his eyes out.
I mean, keep that same energy, bruh. You want to play that? You want to play that game? And he was about them games. You could tell that kid was gonna be fucked up when he grew up. He's just rocking back and forth like, yeah. didn't happen, didn't hurt, didn't. Hurt. What was that from? Somebody was like, didn't hurt. Police Academy. Uh, I think it was um, not Citizens on Patrol, but um, whatever Police Academy movie they were uh when they were in Miami or some shit like that, and that asshole um captain, he was coming out the water. He was like, didn't hurt, didn't hurt. Ah, the late great Rucker Hauer, man. That's what I'm saying, man. Deion Taylor for this. This technically this is a B horror movie. It is. It's a B slasher movie, which is perfectly fine, man. Those are some of the best ones. But for him to land Rutger Hauer in this film is a bold statement. Now, Rucker Hauer was one of those guys. Um, he he could turn like if something was simple on the page. He would put something behind it, man. Like I remember watching Hobo with a shotgun for the first time, and I I'm, I watched the trailer, and I'm like, this movie's either gonna be a masterpiece, a sleazy masterpiece, or it's gonna be really bad, terrible even. But he made a movie called Hobo with a Shotgun, awesome. Miss Ru- miss him, man. Miss Rucker Howard, man. I really do. Plus him playing um. I forgot his name in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the actual movie. Uh, he was one of the, he was a great vampire villain in that movie. This dude. Fuck. He's like, who's interrupting me from whacking off? Can you take a hint, cocksucker? No one's fucking home. Hello. Damn. Hello. I wish I was bold enough to answer the phone like that. I don't know this actor's name. Uh, I'm trying to figure out who he looks like, though. Somebody out of a Rob Zombie movie, for sure. Where the hell are you? I'm everywhere. Well, why are you watching me? Because I like to watch the people I'm going to kill. And I'm a Leave big fan of Scream. Leave me alone, you fuck. My man picked up a screw. Is that a screwdriver? I mean, it's better than nothing. You'd rather have a screwdriver than nothing at all. Classic jump scare cat. I feel like the same cat is uh, the jump scare cat. 
I'm telling you, man, Brian Hooks, like I said, man, he is a... Well, Ornif, man, it was always something, you know, he, he's, he's the, the best friend of the black guy. He's basically the, you know, the black white boy. We know, we, we all know people like that. Like black people that's listening. We know, we know people that's like that, that were cool with the black white boy, but you don't get a pass to say the N word, you know, but however, um, it's some hood about Will Ornif in every movie. This Ghost in the Machine, the Sam, I, I know he's been in other movies, but. There's something low key hood about boy. Amy Garcia, that's um, she plays Jody. Antoine Tanner and um, Sherry Johnson. It's like regardless of how people feel about the movie overall, like this was a really Motley Crew interesting type of cast he put together. Like, cause everybody, like almost everybody, was familiar for me. Almost. I'm mad they have like a lubricated sound effect for this dude just whacking off in front of this this computer is it the computer or the tv no it's his laptop but i was about to say uh when roxy said you know see the next time you even get to smell this it's like was was uh was kareem in the doghouse or something like did they have an argument to the point where they weren't having sex like these are all you know i look too much into shit people y'all know that you know it's really sad this dude's about to get killed with his dick in his hand. And that is not a mystical reference, by the way. He's like, man, I just went to Best Buy to buy this fucking laptop. Hmm. You didn't even have to see it though. Like you got the gist of it. He split his wig with an axe, like literally. But there's, you know, that that is something that uh, horror movies do to a fault. The classic blood splatter. I mean, it's fine here. I I do feel like for the opening kill, we should have saw it, but we had already seen like a massacre and clips and cuts prior with the flashback scene. Jude Tyler. Yes, I really want to say her name is Jude, no, Jude Tyler. Jonathan Chase is uh that's Jonathan Chase playing Brandon. Okay, her ex-boyfriend. Okay, I got 
Congratulations. Congratulations for what? What, your final exam. I overheard you saying you got an A. So nosy. That's not a big deal. Overheard? You were standing right there. Yeah? Why is that? Beautiful, sexy, and intelligent. What else could a man want? How about the ugly, fat, dumb chick that he cheated on her with last semester? Come on, Karina. And she wasn't that fat. Is this thing on? <laughs> I don't know why I like that part, man. Karina, I know I made a big mistake. I just want you to know that I'm sorry. Fellas, let me let me tell y'all something, man. Um, If y'all cheat on y'all ladies, right? And I don't recommend you do. If she takes you back after that, please sleep with one eye open or be prepared. Just be prepared for the worst, basically. Whatever do to you. You lucky you ain't do shit to me, cause I would basic instinct yo ass. Ha ha ha. So Karina, what's it gonna be? I don't know, Brandon. I, I, what is what gonna be? Brandon is. I don't know if this guy's name is German or German. Really? You mean that extra exclusive? La Gareta. The, uh, the Spanish guy who plays Sean. Now, I ain't gonna lie. The character of Sean used to piss me off. And, you know, I'm not homophobic or anything. But it's like, he's just way more feminine than the females in the movie. But that's his character, I guess, man. So it is what it is. I, You know, I've had friends like that. I have, I've had co-workers like that. Super, super flamboyant. This is what it is, man. Brandon looked like, yeah, they weren't supposed to know. Exclusive. So what? We can't come? Sorry, fellas. If I go, the crew goes. If she goes, the crew goes. So You gotta love homegirls like that, like female friends like that. She said, if I go, the crew goes. She basically was telling him, like, nigga, you're not gonna win me back that easily. She basically just told Brandon, you know, if you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends. I mean, make it last forever. Friendship never ends. That's really that's really what she what she basically told him, though. We got Rucker Howard. He's not the washed up detective, but he's a detective that can't quite let that one case go. He's probably had so many other cases in his lifetime, in his career, but this one case from the beginning of the movie where the adults got murdered and the kids got all sent away, he can't get over it, man. John, it's been 10 years. As far as I'm concerned, the way the case is over, I suggest you leave it. Come on, David. There's a connection. I know you can see that. What I see is, is you watching too many goddamn unsolved mysteries episodes. Ten years ago. Same kind of weapon. Same circumstances. The guy got a call just before he died. 
John, the Whaley case is one of many unsolved murders. It's not the first, and it definitely won't be the last. Let me dig a little. <laughs> Don't waste my time with unsolved murders from ten years ago. When I've got the press digging down my throat over bodies that are turning up in the street today. Sounds like every mayor uh, that's ever been, you know, appointed in Philadelphia. I know what happened 10 years ago, but it doesn't matter. We got shit happening today, and it's like, but this is, you know, this is a little bit of social commentary there, because a lot of shit gets swept under the rug, man. And it happens, especially uh, if anybody from Philly is listening to this, y'all know how many unsolved murders there are. Some of his lines, uh, I will say, just don't. That line I actually did like. You know, because she's talking about chemistry. Uh, she got an A in chemistry, and they're insinuating that she fucked the teacher or the professor. And he say, yeah, I'm sure he appreciates when you lighten his load. <laughs> that actually works, man. Does that fucking can say crunk? Her reaction, that scream, and like the way she said Kareem, it was actually pretty realistic. That is one thing I'm definitely not doing. I'm not going into a public restroom, taking a piss with my headphones in. Not doing it. Because all you need is for a motherfucker to step down from the toilet seat in the stall and you see that, that scream costume drape over his fucking legs and he run out that restroom or that that stall out your ass can't do it oh god people we have an ad coming up in uh three two <laughs> yeah we have an ad people our first ad of the commentary. So how's how's everybody? Um, how's everybody been, man? Like I said, I'm not gonna apologize for being away so long because life and shit happens. But I'm here now, man. Hope everybody's doing good. Hope everybody's having a happy Friday. Has been having a good August. Um, yeah, I I hate making small talk. So I feel like I gotta make small talk every time an ad comes on. That's what you get when you when you know when you do to be man you gotta make small talk and um talk about like uh you know the fact that i just bought a new cologne the other day and uh had me a sandwich and uh yeah it's a great way to stay in shape i think that was on i think that was on family guy where <laughs> There was a guy who just nothing dampened his spirits at all. Like he got the most heartbreaking news and he's just like, yeah, it's a good way to stay in shape. 
I think we're about to get back, people. We are about to get back right now. Do you think he deserves another chance? Girl, once a cheat, always a cheat. Well, I think if you really love someone, you should be able to forgive them. Forgive me. Forget. I don't know what the fuck is exploding in my backyard. I swear, every time I do commentary, man, people become landscapers. They want to talk or just explode things. I love that Kareem put that, uh, you know, that pocket knife in his in his book bag for the party. It's really weird seeing Will Ornif in this movie, man, because I'm a big fan of this big fan of the Sandlot, and I'm a low-key big fan of Ghost in the Machine. So to see him in this movie, it's just so weird seeing uh, actors grow up on screen. But y'all gotta peep how straightforward this shit is, man. It's like they packed bags. You know, we established the crew, the characters, and now they're going to, um, you know, Brandon's dad's house for this party, man. They're going to the party to basically, you know, drink, smoke, bud, fuck, and get killed. It's like the dude in Jason Goes to Hell said. He's like, you plan on smoking a little dope and having a little premarital sex and uh, getting slaughtered? Same shit. He changed in 2.5 seconds. The reason will reveal itself later. But I don't think I've ever gotten changed that fast in my life. Hey, partner. Close the door. Now, this chick, um, Gwendolyn Yell, I think her name is, who plays Rutger Howard's partner. She really looks like the, um, when I first saw this movie uh, years back in 2013, at first glance, I thought that was the actress that played Chung Lee in the Street Fighter movie. Because they're both attractive, but, I, you know, it's not her. But I've really, like, when I first saw her walk in the door, I was like, yo, that's the chick they played? I think her name is Ming. <sighs> Let me not do it. And I love that she she knows her partner's crazy as fuck and he can't let go, but she's like, listen, we'll look for the records that's as far as I go, but she ends up rocking out with him throughout the entire movie. I love I love her character for that. I don't know what that song is they're listening to, but that's definitely the song you listen to when you're on an old highway, uh you know, on the way to a a, a really dope ass party. Certain songs just make you want to hit the road or hit the freeway on some Tony Braxton shit. Now, of course, this is a quintessential, you know, uh, stopping at the gas station where you get a crazy Ralph type of character saying you're all doomed. I would have really rathered uh, crazy Ralph came out like you go to Camp Blood, ain't you? 
and they'd have been like, um, no, didn't you die in part two? True. You guys are all dead. This is some bullshit. I'm finna wait in the car. Right. That would have been me. Cause more than likely, um mm. Jesus man, do you clean up much? He looked like he literally just came out of whatever car engine he was working on. What I was saying was that I would have I was the I'm that friend that will wait in the car. Like I don't necessarily have to go in every store and every spot, every rest wherever people stopping at. Sometimes I like to sit in the car, man. You know, I don't smoke that often, but most of the time when I smoke, I'm, I'm not getting out the car, so don't ask me. If I'm drinking, then cool. Thank you. Ew, you said she got a pretty mouth. Damn, the sound effects they got on the flies in that bathroom. I thought it was a fly in my ear just now. Fuck that. Fuck that shit. I mean, I know she's a female and she needs the bathroom to be all cleanliness, being next to godliness and shit. I get it. Uh, but I'm pissing right in the back of the gas station. I'm, I'm a whole other thing. See what I'm saying, people? Hold on, let me close my window because this is the shit I'm talking about. Every time I decide to do commentary, niggas want to be landscapers and a demolitionist. Fucking hell, man. I'm not stopping this commentary. I guarantee I can damn well guarantee y'all that. She didn't even wipe, man. I'm just playing with you, baby. Yes. Yeah, there we go to quintessential. Oh, we have no phone service out here. Ew, and do redneck like old country fucks really do that? I mean, I'm not disrespecting the country, but like people like that, like this gas station attendant. Do people really do that? They just have a jar that they fucking spit into constantly. That is disgusting, man. Contact the Pennhurst County Sheriff's Office immediately. 
And now here's Jane Wilson with the weather forecast. Thanks, Stu. It's going to rain. Thank you, Ollie. People, I am so tempted to like pause this and just resume when they stop, but I've come too far. And it's been too long since I've done commentary. I refuse to let a landscaper out back fuck with my groove. Okay. <laughs> I love the look on Brandon's face. He was just so. <laughs> what? No more parts of old man. Rucker Howard's pacing like he's waiting to get paternity oh, results. He's about to go off on her. I like that his partner is at balance though. She's like, we'll figure it out. She's like, motherfucker, don't 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 snap. Cause if you snap on her, she's gonna be a part of these whaley murders that we're investigating. And one of the things, man, I wanna credit uh Dion Taylor for uh you know, be, like I said, B-movie slasher or not, there are small things that he puts in this movie to showcase the fact that he's not just some B-horror filmmaker, man. Like, I am so fucking sorry if y'all can hear this. God damn, like, I don't know if Leatherface is out back or not. But it's literally like a block or so away, and I can still hear it. And if it's picking up in the commentary and it's distracting, I do apologize, man. I really do for anybody listening. But I've, you know, I feel like <laughs> I don't want to stop the commentary, man. I've, I've, like I said, I've come too far. And this is a beautiful ass mansion that they're about to party at. Are they even real cops? I'm sorry, but I don't think we violated any, any laws, officer. You are a real officer, right? Jesus, man. License and registration, please. Now, this guy who's at, you know, who's in Brandon's face at the driver's seat, this, this cop. I want to say this is the same cop that gets impaled in Children of the Corn 4. Oh, he's smart, too. Yeah, my dad uh, owns this place along with hmm, half this town. And thanks to my father's contributions, Ossifer, <laughs> you get to drive around. Oh, that man, Ossifer. Nice car you got there. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't know it was you, Mr. O'Connell. But we're making our last round for the evening. 
And we'd sure hate to see you guys have any problems. Yeah, I think that's the same guy from Children of the Corn 4. I really do. Is that all? Officer. That's all. Carry on. You know he had the upper hand. Carry on, asshole. <laughs> and I love how Marcus is just looking like he's looks scared straight right now. Get a nigga locked up. <laughs> Yo, man. Yo, that's one of the realest and best parts in this entire fucking movie, man. Because it's such a real reaction from a black dude, man. He's not the token black guy. You know, you got Antoine Tanner's character, Kareem, in there. <laughs> but it's like, yo, stop fucking around because you really, you'll you give me book, dog. Yeah, that is a big, beautiful-ass property. House, property, everything. Whatever the acres are on that motherfucker, that shit is popping. But that's why I said early on, people, this is something like I would write. Like I was always a fan of kids going to a big-ass house and just getting murdered. You know, after they fuck and smoke and drink and have fun and party, you know, the killer comes there and he fucks shit up. And the body counts crazy. This is like the epitome of of shit that I used to write, you know, from my slashers, man. Check this shit out. <laughs> Rival network, no big deal. He basically he basically said his dad created the real world, but. MTV stole it from him. <laughs> I love it, man. Austin Basis, man. This guy who plays Crazy Cow. I love this fucking character. Cause you could tell this motherfucker is he, he's he's like almost the life of the party, but he automatically took a liking to Jody, man, and I love that shit. Yeah, he definitely he did he did break the pill and sniff it. He literally no nah, yeah I take that back he was the life of the party. Alright, two things. I'm not gonna walk up on somebody fucking. Literally walk up on them. And I'm not gonna, if somebody walks up on me fucking, it's a bunch of them. It's like, listen, we got Rumble or 
We gotta get a certain <laughs> we gotta get a certain rule book going. Sean is like dancing and fucking <laughs> Is he in a fucking like Vogue magazine photo shoot or something? Like And I love that about uh, Brian Hook's character. He 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 tells his you know his friend. He's like, man, you know I don't drink. She just eye fucked him. He's like, uh. I don't even know because you're talking to me. I love that um they're three completely different females, man. But yet they're all best friends. I love that shit. She's like, girl, I'm drunk. I've had a Miller Lite all night and I cannot handle my alcohol. She should have came out dressed in the Mrs. Elrod robe with the curlers in her hair. Now, was he named after Michael Crichton, the author of Jurassic Park? I think that was the author of Jurassic Park's name, Michael Crichton. But I know his name's Crichton. I can't remember his first name. God damn it. It's Rucker Howard, man. I should know these things, right? Oh. Somebody gave him a cheap prosthetic slit neck. So wait, he went outside his trailer to watch TV? And got killed? Why didn't you just watch TV in the... Never mind. I'd, 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 I'd overthink everything, man. I'm sorry. And you gotta love Rucker Howard's trench coat in this movie, man. It's like a character all on its own. It almost sounded like she said his foster parents aborted him, and I'm like, wait, how the fuck does that work? Oh, 
Oof. Deep ass shot glasses, man. Now, if the movie had been titled 75 like it originally had been and not Dead Tone, I would look at the uh, invisible camera very slowly right now um, on some, you know, Jim Halpert, The Office shit. Because when, when, uh, when movies say the title of the movie in the movie, it, I'm pretty sure I said this before, man, but that shit, <laughs> that shit irks me, man. Every time it happens, I don't give a fuck if I'm doing a podcast episode of whatever i'm doing whoever i'm around i look at the invisible camera when they say the name of the movie in the movie rule number one always doubt star six seven before making a call and you bimbo barbie have lost your time damn I mean, he's right. That was a thing back in the day. You had to block your number. But nowadays, you know, people know better than to answer blocked numbers. So we've gotten very savvy to prank callers in the world. I got his little body right here next to me. No, that's not believable. I accidentally hung up the phone when I rolled over on my back. Um, I think maybe you. Why does Jody look high throughout this entire fucking movie? I'm on my back now. What do you want me to touch next? Hey, Sugar, is your husband home? No, he's not. May I ask he's calling? Well, I'd rather not say right now, but I do have to get something off my chest. <laughs> he said, I do have to get something off my chest. Jody, look at Kyle's face. <laughs> that chick said, oh my god, Jody's selling that shit. <laughs> I'm calling motherfucker public. I love that shot, uh, all three of them in frame.
play, man. Let him play. Show you how the players play. All right. Lord. So nobody peeped that he didn't dial star six seven. Plot hole, but whatever. Hello. Hello. You have reached the sex hotline for serial murderers. It's like that. Why that motherfucker answer the phone like that? Yeah, I know. It's because I'm watching you. That makes me scared. Yeah, well, it should. Because I'm coming to kill you. What kind of fucking phone is that? Yeah, hang that shit up. We'll just answer it. Hello? We get disconnected. But did you just not like my work? The fact that he keeps calling him back is is kind of twisted, man. And uh, the fact that he's a serial killer makes me think that this could be the motherfucker that's in my backyard right now with a goddamn chainsaw, lawnmower, or hedge trimmer again people I'm gonna try to turn the volume up as loud as I can uh, enough so I could talk over it but I'm sorry about the you know background noise people stupid ass just stupid motherfucker man we should have your stupid ass at the house yeah man be easy dog you're doing a little too much fuck you Scott. I swear to God, every time, man. Every time I do comment, I need to get like some office space or something. What? For commentary specifically. Man, you, man, man, fuck you! Don't fuck you! You called me, remember? Look, man, you think I'm joking or something? You think this some kind of fucking game? One more time, I promise you, I will hunt you down and break every fucking bone in your body. I don't think so. Y'all remember when people used to like hang up on y'all, and it would make that sound? Probably just some free. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably nothing. I think we should call the police. The nearest police station is over 45 minutes away. Right. Besides, no one knows where this house is anyway. Right. <laughs> no one knows you're fucking up here either. And it's some bullshit. Man. I mean, that's basically the same thing he just said. Yeah, I mean, maybe Brenda's right, man. Maybe he's just some random freak. Baby, relax. I think you're overreacting. And you were a little hard on your boy. Fuck him. It's Marcus Wood. <laughs> Come on, baby. Let's go upstairs. There you go. That liquor kicked in. 
She horny as shit. There's a fucking ad about to come up again, people. Hopefully this is the last one. There's another ad, people. I apologize. If you're listening, you should have been turned to shit off. I should have did the countdown from when the ad was coming, but... I'm just a little irritated, man. Thrown off, but... uh, Happy, man. Overall happy to... You know, even be getting commentary out here to y'all. Again, I apologize for the noise out back from my uh, psychotic ass asshole neighbors who don't have any, well, not neighbors per se, but just neighborly people. But I get it. You got to get your landscaping and shit done. I wish I, I wish there was a sign I could put up or a smoke signal or some shit where I could be like, listen, about to do commentary. Don't cut grass. Don't chainsaw anything. Don't weed whack anything. Don't whack anything, basically. You know what I'm saying? Don't do it. Because I'm pretty sure that's not the first time that's happened. It actually makes me miss living in places like South Philly or North Philly where it's like (laughs) where grass is very scarce and you really don't have to worry about landscaping on the block. Depending on what block it is. So, you know. You know. I think we're coming back, people. I think we are loading and coming back right now. I don't know why I like this song, Low Key. But this this scene was a little extra. You know, you got the guy in the, you know, the open button-down cowboy hat. Basically doing a strip tease for Sean right here. Yeah, Sean's got his little... And everybody's getting some. Sean's getting his strip tease from the guy in the cowboy hat. Um, Karina and Brandon are, you know, they're having their little reconcile moment where they stare at each other. And she's like, look, I forgive you for cheating on me. When in reality, he should be scared to the motherfucker that she forgave him. Um, it, I'm telling y'all, man, I don't. It's just not a good idea. Not forgiveness in general, but I'm just saying, like, I listen. First of all, who's fucking with that little ass condom, man? Like, yo, I'm, I, this one thing I hate about horror movies. They don't put an emphasis on condoms that actually fit. Now, I know everybody is not blessed. Everybody is different. Um, Tweets their own, man. But the condoms they put in horror movies most of the time look like Durex or Lifestyles condoms. And niggas know. Real niggas know. Them Jones cut the circulation off your shit. I'm just saying, man. How about you just stick the tongue in? <laughs> How about we just forget it? But see, that's where he fucked up at because, oh, look, Jody and Kyle about to get it in. Everybody getting it in, man. I love that we had this scene where you see everybody's getting some ass, some action. Um, But Kareem knew better. He should have did that. Oh, they dipping off into the confessional booth. Kareem should have known better. Um, You know, she said, how about you stick the tongue in? You know, you stick the tongue in and 
she forget that you even asked her to stick just the head in. She let you put the whole thing in. That's what you need. You got Sean, Sean getting fed fucking pineapple slices and shit. Brandon giving gifts. Everybody's getting action, man. So you know the killer's coming soon. Put the tongue in. She'll forget the dick was even a surprise. And then when you give her the dick after the tongue, then it's just like, oh my god, that's there. It's like Cat Williams said, man. But I like how he, I like how Kareem came back up and Roxy pushed his head right back down. She wanted that nigga to finish and clean his plate. I mean, which every man should. Let me not drop too many gems. And get myself in trouble here. He just drank her drink? What if it was ecstasy and meth in there? Now they've been fucking the night away. <laughs> the party's winding down and shit. He said, what? He's ready to run. <laughs> Kareem was realistic, though. I love that line. And Denise Lawton, you can see that's uh, Brian Hooks' chick that he hooked up with um, at the party. She is fine as fuck, man. She, uh, Denise Lawton, she is... Um, she was a video vixen back in the day. I want to say she was in Marcus Houston's that girl video, but I don't think that was her. No, 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 no. Um, Denise Lawton was in, and funny enough, she was in Coach Carter, which Antoine Tanner was actually in, where he played Worm. Uh, Denise Lawton was in that movie, and she was, wait, no, what the fuck? What was she in, man? Let me look her up, man, because I want to say she was in Coach Carter, and she was the one given, um... Uh, Ashanti a run for her money because she was dancing with Kenyon at the school dance when they were playing get low, get low, get low, get low, get low. Like, I don't, I don't know, man. I know she's in, uh, let's see, uh, Tyler Perry's House of Pain. I don't like that show, but she's cool. Um, oh wow, she's in Soul Plane as well. And she's in state property? Damn. Shout out to Philly. But, uh, yeah, I didn't know she was in state property. Fuck that. The mood for my death. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not at all. 
You ain't that drunk to joke about dying. Fuck all that. Yeah, it actually wasn't funny at all. I don't like those two characters, those guys. And, you know, I don't like this chick either that's going up to the door. Like, the throwaway characters I didn't give a fuck about. Like, her, her girlfriend, the two guys they were with, you know, basically their boyfriends. Um, I didn't give a shit about it either, you know, any four of those characters dying. You know, because she was like, oh, my God, the door that oh, that set the mood for my death. And now she's all fucking scared going to answer the door when you you don't want that dark in the you dim the lights. But you want to be scared now. Don't get scared now, Nick. Round here, round here. Insane. Ooh, clean off. Knocked her fucking head clean off. Now it's on. It's on now, y'all. If it wasn't on before, trust me. It's on right now. Yep. These two fucking drunk assholes. You know, of all places for her to hide, she hid in the fucking cabinets. <laughs> now. Ooh. Yep. Now let me say something. Uh, the, the one, uh, one of the takeaways of this movie is the fact that this killer basically looks like the fucking killer from Urban Legend. It's the same coat, you know, with the same furry hood on it, uh, and it's a lot like Urban Legend. Now this killer. Granted, is a lot more brutal than the killer from Urban Legend, which we know was Rebecca Gayhart. It was revealed at the end. Spoiler alert: It was Rebecca Gayhart killing everybody. She had her motive, but um, the killer in this one, you know, has the same look as the killer from Urban Legend, but is is way more fucking vicious. You, there is almost no chance of survival from this killer because he's literally. You can see him right now. He's coming in swinging. He's got mean swing. He's got double bladed axe and everything. And it's actually the same the same type of weapon. It's just the blade on the axe is a little bigger. Or it's uh not bigger, but it's it's just shaped differently than the one on Urban Legend. I feel like the axe in Urban Legend was a lot more evened out on both sides. But this one is um you know, there's one end that's bigger than the other. 
Oh my fucking goodness. This nigga ran into the wall. I'm the Eric Balfour 2.0 version. It's exactly who the fuck he looks like. More characters I don't give a shit about. You know, the the guy and the girl in the pool making out. You know, he's trying to get some head. And Damn. That part was vicious, though. Apparently, this killer was a ECW um, fan. But it's like, yo, he's dead. How crazy do you have to be? You're trying to cut this motherfucker in half. Like, you're not like one of the Hilliker brothers from Wrong Turn cutting him up for supper or stop. Like, damn, dog. Fucking up the fur on your hood. That shit got blood in it and everything. He's like, fuck it, I'll go outside and kill these people. Oh no, he heard her. She let her. Ooh, Dolly Zoom. Beautiful fucking shot right there. Probably one of the best shots in the movie. Love a good Dolly Zoom, man. I learned how to, you know, I learned how to do a Dolly Zoom back in 2013, also. Back when I, you know, I referenced 2013 because that's when I saw this movie. And damn, he just literally, like, slaughtered her and she fell out, like literal dead weight the way she fell out that cabinet yo and poor her She's a trooper. She's giving him head underwater. You know, not only is she risking drowning, but uh, she's risking, you know, uh, chlorine in her system and all types of things. She's a real trooper. Mmm. <laughs> Damn. She's like, I was just giving him head. Where's his head at? <laughs> He cut his fucking head off while he was getting the head. Like, the irony, yo. But she looked up at the stump on his neck. She's like, where's his fucking head? Now, this goes to show that the killer, our killer, is also a waterbound uh, along with Jason Voorhees 
You know, he has no problem going into a pool or a jacuzzi to murder people. Everybody and every damn thing. This weed is making you paranoid. Yep, that's me. You need my weed back then. Yeah, that's me for sure. I love how she looked at him. How'd the killer get the bodies out that oh, fast? Hell, hell no, man. I know what the hell I just saw. Look, get your shit. We getting the crew. We getting the fuck up out of here <laughs> right now. So anyways, three days after that, there's another party. That thing was like blue. Marcus, man, open the door. I'm having sex right now. Come back in like two days. Marcus wasn't paying attention to anything she was saying. He was just kissing all over. I mean, we get caught up sometimes, fellas. It's all good. Damn, did, and Denise Lawton got that, um... She got that baby blue velour set on. Shout out to the color blue, because that's the best color in the world, but... I wonder how she landed this role, man, because uh, he kind of, Marcus just kind of, he got with her. You know, she wasn't a part of the crew. Apparently, she was at the party, and he just hooked up with her, which is cool, you know. I know my ears just popped, which was very weird, people. Very, very weird. <laughs> no, I say that to people too. I'll be like, yeah, you know, you know, he don't know how to smoke no weed. It's kind of scary up in here. I'm scared. <laughs> and she was just talking shit. I love it. I love when tables turn, man. My girl Jody's in one of these rooms, all right? Now, if we split up, it'll be quick. You check that side, I'll check this side. Okay. Right. Shit got real. She ain't know what to do. Jody. Jody? No. Some, some, another couple getting some cheeks. Well, getting it in. Unless that's what the other person in the couple is into, you know, getting his cheek. Never mind, man. I'm just saying. When I say getting some cheeks, I don't mean it literally like both couples are getting cheeks. I mean it in the sense that I'm not gonna.
She stepped in blood, and he's just like, yeah, fuck it. Come on, babe. That was a real um, reaction, though. He socked the shit out that dude. And I love that when Marcus found Jody and Cal, Jody was about to give him some head. Or she was giving him some head. I, yo, man. I love that we acknowledge that these characters, they fucking, man. They getting it in. They If they either fucking or giving each other, you know what I'm saying? But I love how she's like, look how much bigger Cal is than Jody. I love how she's like just cradling behind him when they're walking. And she was kind of just like, oh, well, you know, you're crazy, Cal. I don't know who you are, blah, blah, blah. But he grew on her, man, and he he got it. She said it. She said it just like him, though. Where is Anna? Anna, are you okay? Are you a- oh, guess not. I love how Jody's just stunned. She's like, "Oh my God, a dead body." What do I do with this? And this killer, man, he is brute, full force, house party shit. Or actually, I should say he's full force coming to fuck up the house party. (laughs) Pun intended, y'all, pun intended. Damn, is that a steel door? Is that dead enough for you, Jody? <laughs> Realization just kicked in for everyone. All he worried about is the party. I should have invited you and, and your food stamp. Get a fuck financial aid frenzy. Oh, God. The racist in people always comes out in distress, man. Before I help him whoop your ass. I. Thank <laughs> you. It was your fucking game, Marcus. <laughs> Yo, there are movies. Uh, n- n- I meant to say moments, not movies. There are moments in this movie that are 
unintentionally funny <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's one of them. Open the door is us. And then they fucking come in carrying. <laughs> they come in carrying Scott. This is when Jody becomes annoying. She that's all her she fucking says like after this. We're all gonna die. We're all gonna die. Just put her in a fucking cellar with the evil dead demons. right but god damn it he's like alright man he's like I'll shake your hand and Brandon's like I didn't use financial aid to get into college <laughs> he's like I will not shake your hand Kareem should have punched him in the fucking face after that Really should have punched him in the face after that. Yeah. Sorry about that. I'm sweating. We gotta do it. We gotta do it right. I feel like once the killer comes into play at the party, like the lines get, you know. It's been a half an hour and we ain't seen or heard anything yet. I'm not bashing this shit, man. Like I said, straightforward horror. And, you know, I appreciate the shit. Keys just down the hall in my dad's office. Be back before you know. Promise. Yeah, and if I go with you and. Karina. My dick is bigger than yours. One of the reasons I wanted you back is because I knew you had a dick. Like, <laughs> why would he you say? Don't know if Sean is alive. Wait, hold on, man. We ain't leaving until we know for sure. I know that's Wait, right. Go get the keys from your dad's office. We gonna find Sean, dead or alive. I mean, preferably alive. Wait, what about us? You and Scott just stay with the girls. If that motherfucker come back. Sock his ass. Just like I did Scott. <laughs> you know what irked me about the scene? Was it? God damn, people. People, we got another ad coming in. Three, two, one. So we got another ad, people. And I apologize. And actually, you know what? I'm not really bothered by this ad because it's for Febreze. I love Febreze. But um, but God damn it, man! I lost my entire train of thought. I wish I could just rewind things and just edit them in my head, but I can't. So I don't remember what the fuck I was about to say. Oh, I, one of the things I know I was about to say was that I'm mad that he didn't give Kareem didn't give Roxy like a kiss or a hug before he left to go find Sean, and um. 
you know, things end up happening once they leave that room. <laughs> but it was just that moment. He's like, if that motherfucker come back, sock his ass. Just like I did, Scott. It's like, you petty, dog. You ain't had to say that. Lester Hold, huh? <sighs> Come on, man. Come on. For the first time ever, give families more entertainment with Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus now all included. We're a big soccer family. People, if I'm not talking through the ads, I apologize because these this is literally like one of my pet peeves and I know this is what I signed up for when I watch shit on Tubi or otherwise if it's not on demand or Netflix you know even YouTube has ads when you watch the full movies but it's like this is the shit I signed up for man but again this is the sacrifice I make to get the commentary out there to you guys man that's how much you guys mean to me man real rap that's uh this real talk I'm not even covering that up score kind of sounded like um Friday 13th Jason takes Manhattan and he's got a bowl full of keys like he was at a fucking key party bro he was in the ice storm huh doing them throwback key parties that's what them uh them swingers do oh shit Nigga just had heart palpitations or something. car owner knows their keys. I don't give a shit. Got it. Last minute. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yep. Brandon's out the game. It's a wrap. She should have grabbed his severed hand and took them keys out, though. Damn, yo. Get on your Sally Hardesty, uh, Texas Chainsaw shit. Run. 
She fell in the bushes. Tina should be back by now, don't you think? Right? I think she's right. It's taking way too long. No, they'll be back. For now, we're just waiting. Wait for what, man? Taking my head splattered on the wall? What else are we going to hmm. do? What other choice do we have? We might as well just watch Family Matters reruns. Like, she, the, Roxy was so annoyed. Hey, easy on her, bro. Everybody was annoyed at that We're point. And you were going to tell us this when? Please, Kel, don't. Please. If you leave this room, you'll die. You know, her fucking motivation was just, uh, you know, she's such a Debbie Downer. You know, somebody's going out to do something positive and try to help the group. And she's just like, well, if you do this, you'll die. If you do that, you'll die. If you do what, you'll die. If you do who, you die. It's like, bitch, be... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say it, but it's like, be optimistic. Shit! He's like, damn it, man, we ran all this way and we gotta run back? They running all over the goddamn place. That's a great shot, though, of um, uh, Jody running into the confessional and closing the door, and then the camera just panning up to um, um, Marcus and Kareem running down the same staircase. That's in that you know in that same area. Like I said, man, it's little things, man. It's not, you know, it's not just a movie. Like, there's little, like, there's direction here, yo. I tried to save her, but I couldn't. I'm sorry. Move. No. Nigga, shut no. up. Come on, baby, get up. We gotta go. Come on, we gotta go. We gotta go, Roxy. We gotta go. Yes, we do gotta go. We need more episodes of the Family Matters reunion, so we cannot do this without you. Poor baby. He has something like low key against Cal. I love that sound and that shot of him swinging the axe around and walking on, you know, walking away from the uh, the, the truck. There we go. This is a good scene. 
tried to tell his friend, like, yo, Kareem, don't go, don't run up on that motherfucker. But they both jump him. I love this scene. They both get their asses kicked, though. But they put up a good fight. I love this scene. Yep. Yeah. Love this scene. Because the killer's like, for real? And I love that he called the killer out. You know, this is a flesh and blood killer. And he's like, fight me like a man, motherfucker. Like, I, I love it. Meanwhile, Scott is just in the fucking closet. Not literally, but he's... No, well, literally, yeah, but not, you know, metaphorically. He's not in the closet, but it's like... He's in the closet watching his two homeboys just rumble this killer. When you know a third party could definitely be helpful right now shit cause it's like yo he beating the he beating the shit out of both of us at once there you go That knife uh, Kareem packed in his bag. Ooh. Oh, no. Shit. He's gonna answer you, bro. He said, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, he's not gonna answer you, bro. You're in the end game now. That's how it goes. It is a fucked up, uh, you know, a plot twist, though. back to Sean he's like oh my god what happened I was having uh, pineapples fed to me while my nipple was pierced 
he's dead. Oh, that she is. That killer loves slicing people's throats, man. Scott has flipped the fuck out. Scott is still alive? Yeah, but he's gone crazy. We have to save him. We can get to him. Listen to me. Scott just killed Kareem and he tried to kill me. He's like, Mitch, don't you understand? <laughs> Sean. Oh, poor Sean. Where is he going? He's running wild like a fucking... You know what I'm saying? Now, how did the killer survive getting stabbed that many times by Kareem's knife, yo? I'm curious to know. after that but they didn't have to send me to Farley do you know how fucking crazy those people are up there <laughs> I tried to save her but I couldn't I'm sorry I'm pretty sure you have the players play alright man you know I don't drink I hate the cops this of course is a plot twist I like how that came back into play. Like he he when he was in the bathroom when Scott was in the bathroom and that guy walked out of there with the hoodie that had the knife in his hand, he kinda you know, um Marcus kinda looked at him like the fuck? You know, this guy looks way too familiar to my best friend, but I think this is a fucking game. You can get help. I don't need any help. I got help. Every fucking day. 
I just noticed that that tear dropped from his eye. It's good acting right there. Now this is a uh, Tyler Maine from uh, Mortal. I was about to say Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I'm lying. I'm lying all around the table. Um, that's not Tyler Maine. He was not in Mortal Kombat. No. Tyler Maine was actually in. Uh, if you want to talk about like references, he was in X Men. He was Saber too. But this looks like he could be like related to Tyler Maine. Big ass killer. Insane. I see it on both sides. Y'all want to still play this game that got motherfuckers killed. Jesus, everybody's beating the hell out of each other. So everybody, everybody going wild. Everybody going forward. Let me keep bitch slapping that dude. Ooh. Damn. Yeah, just fuck, fuck him up. Just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. Keep doing it. Yep, keep doing it. Yeah, fracture them ribs and cave that chest in. <gasps> you hear him? <gasps> Don't let him breathe. Tried to murder everyone. Oh, shit. This motherfucker about to kill Jody. He like, no! Oh my god, of course they shoot the fucking black guy, man. Damn it. 
Good work, partner. You shot the wrong guy. It's like, fuck that, man. Fuck that shit. Yeah, it is. And y'all got there once everybody was fucking dead. Like all fucking movie cops do, man. God damn it. You know what? Um, eight out of ten, easily. You know why? Because normally this would be, like I said, a guilty pleasure for me. But I feel like this movie delivered everything that I've ever ever aspired to do, as far as a uh, slasher movies go. When I was writing slasher movies uh, back in the day, excuse me. Um, you know, kids having fun having sex, getting drunk, getting high, you know, partying, whatever the fuck the case may be, and then getting slaughtered, man, a whole bunch of them with a big ass body count. This is shit like I literally have a script that um I am I could look at it right now. Like it's in it's in one of these uh drawer compartments that I have in this uh little thing, but I literally have a script right now that is the epitome of that but this movie was done way better so shout out to Dion taylor and brian hooks man like i said i give this an eight out of ten man i don't even like to call this a guilty pleasure because i like it it's it's a better slasher movie than a lot of slasher movies that take themselves seriously these days and um you know i can appreciate that man i really can and um you know one of the things that got me was was how straightforward it was it wasn't you know it didn't try to grip you into a a, a, a convoluted or complicated uh character backstory in particular with one person you know it didn't do all that extra shit man it was straightforward from the rip you know of, of, from from the cradle to the grave that's what it was uh, from beginning to end it's exactly what it was it was straightforward man i, I definitely appreciate that shit but um yeah man um like I said, shout out to Deion Taylor, Brian Hooks, man. I'm definitely going to tag y'all to this uh, to this podcast episode. So hopefully y'all respond and uh, listen to it, man, because I thoroughly enjoy this movie, man. I really do. And, um, you know, I, people, I don't know, man. I, I feel like I've been away so long. But like I said, I'm not going to give y'all no overdrawn out, uh, you know, explanation or anything like that. But. I feel like I'm very rusty with this shit, but um, as far as the listeners go, you know, I just randomly gave a shout out to the day one listeners, you know, but I gave a shout out to the new listeners as well. You know, anybody older, new that's listening to the Tudor Reviews podcast at this day and age, y'all are the real MVPs, man, and I appreciate y'all, man. So like I always say, man, 
if y'all know where to go or if y'all don't know where to go which y'all should i will remind y'all man y'all can um Hopefully, I remember this, man. Y'all can check the podcast out on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Breaker, and Radio Public. And big shout out to Anchor, man. Uh, shout out to the Facebook movie group, The Cinemaniacs. Um, happy Friday to them, man. And um, while I'm talking about The Cinemaniacs, man, let me just say I appreciate everybody that, you know, that, you know, y'all post y'all short films and y'all you know y'all movie reviews and y'all you know youtube reviews whatever the fucking case may be i appreciate the post you know whatever y'all are watching at the time uh whatever y'all agree with or disagree with man i i really appreciate y'all man like the cinemaniacs is i feel like that's one of the biggest stepping stones that actually got me into the tutor reviews podcast man because y'all y'all motivated me man but um you know follow me on facebook and instagram romero tutor um and last but not least, man, shout out to the, you know, the tutor viewers, the listeners, the lovers, the supporters out there, man. Y'all are still killing it in the game, man. Like, I actually listened to maybe one or two or three episodes myself. But other than that, I see y'all are still tuning in, man. And I haven't even been putting content out there like I should be. But you guys, you guys are the fucking driving force, man, that keeps this thing afloat, man. I tell y'all this all the fucking time and i don't care how many times i repeat it i will repeat it as many times i will will i thought i said i real i don't know what i just said right now but i will repeat it as many times as i need to man um you guys are awesome man and you know you guys have been supporting and as like i said that's one of the reasons why i had that moment today where you know i i um show love and thank the day one supporters and the old and the new supporters man um you know, y'all all count, man. Y'all all count because, you know, without y'all, this shit wouldn't even be anywhere near 2,000 spins, man. You know, the 2K climb commences, like I said earlier. But, you know, I'm grateful for what you guys bring to, you know, for, for you guys' feedback and what you guys bring to this podcast, man. But um, that being said, people, yours truly, Romero Tudor, another episode of Tudor Reviews in the can. I'll check y'all on the next one.